Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, and it's also 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. So you know what that means. It's all new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy, the Candyman, A-L-F-R-E to the D. It's your boy, the one and only, the only one, the Rev Barber MC. Let me let y'all know, it's one life, one love. It could only be one king. It's the one and only true G. Call me the QG. And y'all know who I be is the one and only T.O. So y'all know the question that still remains. What's the dealio? And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we only got one announcement this week. We got merch physically in hand for the first time ever. If you local to the New York City area, as long as it ain't Staten Island, because ain't nobody paying no toll to make no delivery. Oh, what's wrong with Staten Island? I just said nobody's, bro. I just said nobody's paying a toll to make a delivery. Like, like can I figure out finish before you, before you, you, you throw me under the bus. You lucky he did that. Otherwise, Rizzo would come cut your head off. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. No, I don't have nothing. I don't have nothing against our people out there, but uh, I just can't. I just to make it to drop off a shirt or a hat. I can't pay. I can't pay nineteen dollars, bro. Take the ferry. Yes. Take take the ferry. Remember, the ferry's free. Yeah, but that's time-consuming. But anywho, uh, we got merch in hand. I got merch. Rev Barber got merch. We got shirts, hats. So uh, they're exclusive. You can't get them on the Teespring website just yet, but they will come to Teespring. Just give it a second. And, uh, yeah, we, we got merch. So hit us up if you're local. So, you know, Brooklyn, Queens. I'll even go to the Bronx and make a delivery. Shout-outs to my people in the boogie down. So, yeah, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan. In the Bronx, hit me up. I'll make a delivery out there. Or if you uh, live over yonder or somewhere else, then teespring.com slash rap lab. But get it before it's gone. Because the people out, out in Atlantic City, they got it before it's gone. Ain't that right, Rev? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, that, uh, that, so before we get into the show... Um, we're just going to recap uh, our, our experience at the Boardwalk Buds convention last week. Uh, myself and, and Rev Barber was out there. Uh, shout outs to Mrs. Rev Barber and, uh, and, and Rev's niece, Havana, who uh, was out there with us uh, putting in some work. Um, Rev, what you, what you thought about Boardwalk Buds, my man? Tell, tell, before I chime in, tell, tell us what, what, what you thought about the experience out there. It was awesome. They need to have more events like this, not just in AC, but all over. I know they have legalization of marijuana in other states, but they need a culmination uh, of, of what we had in more places. It was just so peaceful. It was just straight unity, man. It was, it was beautiful. Everybody was there in good spirits, all for a common cause, man, and just smoking bud. And it may not be your thing, but a lot of people out there who it helps out, a lot of people out there who who use it for medicine reasons or just to chill out, you know? It, it's become more more accepted because of the laws and everything, but Boardwalk Buds is definitely where it's at, and I want to thank those guys for inviting us and, and laying out the red carpet for us. And before I go on, I, I, I got to do a special happy birthday, belated birthday shout-out to my girl, Shawnee. She was out there chilling at the tables, eating that good food from the food truck. Her and her people showed mad love. Happy birthday to you, Shawnee from CT. 
Big up to Connecticut, Danbury, everybody out there. Yes, sir. Shout outs to Shawnee from CT. And uh, like Rev said, we had a good time out there. It was good um, interacting with everybody. Um, it was cool meeting the people that we met. We met a couple of rappers. Um, it's a it's crazy thing. This one kid, he came up to us and said he rapped. And uh, uh, QG and T.O., check this out. One And Rev, I know you're... This one kid came up to us and said we he we rapped. And Rev had the, the, his little speaker playing music the whole time. So he put on an instrumental and told the kid freestyle for us. Yeah. Ghostface <laughs> instrumental, too. Yeah. yeah. And and the kid actually dropped a, the kid actually dropped a, a decent freestyle even though he said he was a writer so yeah he was a yeah he was Slide like I'm a writer weirdo. and a thinker but yeah Slide a weirdo shout outs to him uh, if, if he manages to ever listen to this Slide a weirdo uh, what? our oh, guy what? yeah man shout out he to had him a super dope book bag too man of himself and like kind of a a Craig of the Creek South Park kind of character looking for him he's a uh, mm. super artistic man Slide a weirdo shout out to you man I peeped that uh. You saw my story last night, man. Hope you are uh, enjoying the podcast and tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, yeah and, um, that's good, man. I like and that. shout outs and shout outs to uh, well, I forget his name. I don't want to butcher it, Rev. What was the kid? And he was performing on stage, and, and oh, he was checking man, him uh, out. Yeah, that's Jay Flame right there, man. They they had the little um the Grand Theft Auto artwork, which was super intriguing. They had a cool table too. They was doing the Bud thing. They went on the stage and performed and killed it. I was enjoying that performance. I know I was handing out the business cards to the people passing by, but it was a pleasure just just sitting there and, and soaking up the music that they were doing, man. Jay Flame, shout out to you, man. Absolutely. And uh, I want to give a huge uh, on-air shout out to uh, Mama's Nan Desserts from East Orange, New Jersey. Um, she she was very kind to myself and, and to Rev. And uh, she actually <laughs> she actually gave me a couple of free desserts, but even the ones I paid for, they was all delicious. So um, if you ever uh, in need of some cakes, caramel cake, uh, red velvet cake, lemon meringue cake, um, check out Mama's Nan's desserts if you're in uh, East Orange, New Jersey. But my personal favorite part of that convention was the food truck area. Um, oh yeah, me me and Rev actually found Pirate Pete's soda truck where he makes his own. He makes his own uh, soda and gives you free unlimited refills all day. Um, I know Rev was uh, a big fan of the Black Cherry, and I was sipping root beer all day. So, yeah, <laughs> man, definitely, def definitely was a dope experience. And 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 we got to see Val Venus and the guy that plays the Iron Sheik, Brett Azar, on the Young Rock. So that that, that was cool. And uh, it wasn't the real it wasn't the real Hogan, but the Hogan that was there. <laughs> well, you was running that rib for a long time, and now people know it wasn't the real Hogan, but it was the Hogan. <laughs> yeah, man, and uh, it was the yeah, red man. It was a good dope. Exactly, but, but shout outs to uh, Randy Hogan, who I've only I can only find one match of on on the internet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it was a memorable 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 weekend, and um. I just want to, on behalf of everybody here at the Rap Lab, I just want to thank uh, Chad Minnis and John Wise for extending the olive branch and, and bringing us out there. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it was a uh, dope experience. And they said that before this year is up, it's going to be a second Boardwalk Bud. So, yeah, we hope. I got to do my best to get out there now. Hopefully, definitely get a chance to get out there, man. Yeah, so they said it's going to be before the year is up, most likely at the end of the year. So, uh, definitely, I, I would I would hope to uh, uh, to that we get uh, invited back out there. But it was a fun weekend. We met a lot of fun people. Um, the chimp, by the way, the chimp, 
the chimp passed away a couple of weeks before the convention, so I was wow. kind of down and out of yeah. Crazy. I was looking, I was looking. I told I told Rev, I see. I was looking forward to that chimp man, but mm. rest in peace to the smoking yeah. chimp. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Rest in peace to the smoking chimp. He was old though. He was, he was like eighteen, but rest he in did peace not to die the smoking of lung cancer. He died of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put that out there because weed is not bad for you. That was the first but, thing uh, I sh- asked. <laughs> yeah, shout shout outs to the to the Showboat Hotel. It was very accommodating, so um, definitely was a vibe and and I I it, it was an honor to be a part of that first Boardwalk Buds convention. So definitely. All right, so let's get into today's topic, the news this week in hip hop. Uh, we're gonna start it off. Um, BET Awards uh, was last week, and during the BET Awards, they presented Queen Latifah with a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, mm. Because y'all share the same last name, T.O., I'm going to start with you first. It, it uh, actually goes further than that. Can you tell them, T, again, what the connection is with you and Queen Latifah? Uh-oh. Oh, not this again. Yes, yes, yes this again. Well, we, well, regardless, we got the same last name, but there's a possibility we may be related in real life. Possibility. But I'm not confirming it yet. <laughs> now, yeah. to this yeah. topic. Yeah. Long how you, how you, how you overdue. Way Absolutely. long Absolutely. overdue. Uh, yep, this, I agree. This pioneer in Queen Latifah should have been, nom- uh, let's just say, celebrated a while back. Maybe in the 2010s, if they had a chance. But I'm really glad she's actually receiving her flowers today or when this happened because she really help branch out for the female empowerment of hip-hop as well like we we have roxanne shantae also and a few other people like some people just were forgotten but when queen latifah came in the scene with all hell the queen it was like oh this is this is nice and, and while we added we got to give mc light her flowers too yeah absolutely mc light does deserve her flowers more most definitely but queen latifah hailing from brick city jersey herself um, she helped. She helped put notable acts in the game as well for Naughty by Nature, and um, you know she helped. But she she had a bit of help with Redman as well. But um, shout out to Jersey. But um, as far as like hit songs and the craft she made throughout her years and her early years, um, she definitely deserved it. I think it was way long overdue. And of course, she has one of the most impactful songs ever in hip hop history of U N I T Y. Off the Black Rain album. You and I, T Y. Nobody asked you to ruin it. <laughs> you can hear that anywhere, wherever you go. It don't matter what state, even the country, and of course barbecues as well. But um, I'm really proud that she finally got her flowers for this on um, the BET. Uh, what was it? Lifetime Achievement Awards. Yes. And um, and and not only the music, let's her acting career as well. Yeah. Um, you got. But but regardless, we're talking about the music part, and um, thank you, Queen Latifah. You are one of the most pioneer, especially for female hip hop as well. But overall, icon in hip hop. That's all I can say. No female MC has ever meant more to me than Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Everybody that knows me knows personally. I look at her as my rap mother, because listening to hip hop, she was the first female MC that I really watched and paid attention to, and. T.O. mentioned it, you know, her career is just astounding. She's done everything. And she started in 1989. And 
for her to represent that Jersey scene and just lay, lay down the groundwork for people that came after her, not just for Jersey, but for the females as well. Mm-hmm. She really had to kick down the door and let people know, hey, we females, we rap too. We're nice too. And she demanded respect, hence the name Queen Latifah. When Ladies First came out, it, it built this movement that, hey, respect yourself. You can be an educated, strong Black woman and just put yourself out there and let people know who you are as a educated, strong Black woman. You know, all the, all the females out there, all the little girls out there, they were inspired by what she was able to do from All Hail the Queen to Nature of a Sister. Black Rain, which is my favorite album from Queen Latifah that came that, out in 1993. That's a peak. That, that, that right there was just, uh, that's a game changer with you and I, T.Y. and Just Another Day. And she took music to another level. You know, she, she's done theater. She's been in the movies. Great, great performances such as what they talk about all the time playing Cleo and set it off which is a legendary performance uh she's just done so much for the game and she means so much to me personally and for the performance itself you had little Kim you had MC Light you had her rap partner Moni Love come out there and do her thing you had Rhapsody out there and they honored the queen with those great melody of songs so long overdue nobody deserves it more 2021 BET Awards shout out to you for giving Queen Latifah her flowers while she's still here. And check The Equalizer, because The Equalizer is a great show. I had my criticisms about it. Me and T.O., we talked about this. Yep. It is actually a great show. It comes on it's actually good. the first season. The first season was awesome. Second season is going to be even better. So shout out to the Queen. Love you. Um, Denzel, can you please make an appearance? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what, you want another movie that they did? Actually, didn't they work together? What was that? The Bone Collector? Oh yeah, that's a hey, yeah. fuck that dude that's that with the bastard. <laughs> I think I forgot about that scene. <laughs> that was a good one, man. So uh Candy Man, yeah, what about you, man? What do you feel about this whole thing with Queen Latifah? Uh me personally, I'm I'm very happy because um especially for the for the younger generation, they only know Queen Latifah as an actress. They don't know her as a rapper. So I'm I'm very happy that she was highlighted for her her musical expertise. And uh, like I said, Black Rain, my favorite album by Queen Latifah as well. But not for the song that y'all picked, though. Uh, uh, song, yes, yes, rough. He's talking rough. about rough. But yes, she held her, she she held, uh-huh. how, how, Wait, how'd you know? Because uh-huh. we know you, man. Yeah, exactly. But wait, but wait, why I say that like it's a bad thing? No, because you you and Karis one and all. No, mm-mm. you don't care about trash. <laughs> you don't care about heavy D. You only care about the, mm, You ain't slick. <laughs> but I like trash and I like heavy D. There's there's particular reasons why you like certain things. So since we know that, we call you out on it. But wait, but why, why, why? Because KRS-One is on it. I got to like it. Get out of here with that. We know how you are. Bad. I'm not going to lie. The best part of that song is when KRS-One is not a mercy. See what I mean? For somebody that doesn't like his uh, Jamaican roots, he loves to quote it. Listen, KRS-One is he's very entertaining. But anywho, now I'm just very happy that... um. That, that she got acknowledged for the music because in my personal opinion, I feel people forgot about her music once Set It Off came out. You know what I mean? I kind of especially, especially because it Set It Off, she played the role of a, a gangster mm-hmm. and her music, she never had portrayed that in her music. So, And also, I, I like that era of, 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 of female rap pre-96, before the pre-Lil' Kim era when, when female rappers kept their clothes on, you know? So... 
Oh, and how do I forget? T.O., our favorite show, we ain't even mentioned it, and, and we just went. We are oh, no living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was great on that. But I mean, what, I mean obviously, that is also a, a, a part of her career. That's a prime and everything. Shout out to the other cast as well. Oh, but love but um, before we move off the topic, yo Rev, what's what's your opinion on Queen Latifah? I know we don't we don't bring up Queen Latifah much here on the show. So, um, your opinion on her Lifetime Achievement Award? Is it merited? Is it is it warranted? Or or are they they bugging? As To said, it's super long overdue. I feel like she should have been awarded in the first BET Awards and given some kind of accolade or something because mm. she paved the way for a lot of MCs, not just female, but a lot of male MCs coming from New Jersey. I don't know if y'all know, but um, she started out beatboxing for um hip hop group Ladies Fresh, yes, and she, she was a part of one of the most underrated groups, the Flavor Unit. Mm, the Flavor Unit, absolutely. Did she help bring out Lords of the Underground too? I'm not sure about that. I know she was um had a big hand with Naughty by Nature. Well, and, yeah, them too. Very hands yeah. on with Tretch and them getting them out there. In fact, when they had when they were going through their breakup, she got them back together. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama don't, Mama don't play that mess. <laughs> <laughs> she came up around some real prominent MCs. Man. That's Mama you Dana. Know, it was, mm-hmm. it was a, a a real strong field out there that she was rapping around, man. So you know, a lot of people, you know, kind of overlooked that because she just made her staple and stuff like that. But you had to be there during those times to really understand that, like, when it came to like Kane or or Karis One and being able to stand next to those guys, you know, you couldn't just be anyone, you know. So she had a lot of skill and. And a lot of, a lot of strength to be there next to these dudes and make a strong impact like she did for the females. And I wish she would get a little more um, props and praise for what she had, what she did for hip hop, man. And oh yeah, you know it's long overdue. And glad BT finally uh, give her the the ado that she needs, man. Absolutely for her lyrical capabilities. What's going on in your mind is what I ask you. But like, yo, yo, you don't hear me though. You wear a rag around your head and you call yourself a gangster bitch. Now that you saw Apache's video. She didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you guys said, you know, living single, man, that still comes on to this day. Oh, yeah. Catch that, man. I know she's getting a little royalties over that, but obviously it's a great show for it to still be shown. Absolutely. And yeah, man. So big up to Queen Latifah, man. Great, great career, man. Yeah. All hell to Queen. And, All hell and, to Queen. Damn right. And she's also, and a lot of people forget about this role, but she's in my favorite hip-hop type movie ever she she started in juice her acting career so ah yeah she did. She also made appearances on the fresh prince she was in yeah. the fresh prince she was in house party mm-hmm. she, uh, uh what was it house party too man uh she yeah in that one yeah, she she's she's done so much man i mean her movies are just yeah what? one with common yeah oh man <laughs> oh that's your favorite my wife you loves that oh. that's just right that's your favorite. Right. It's, it's just right for T.O. That's the type of movie he like. He liked that movie. And, and, and let's not forget Beauty Shop. Beauty Shop. Bar- Barbershop, you mean? No. No, well, both, actually. Yeah, yeah the, the, the spinoff. The spinoff. It was in Barbershop, but the spinoff when she did her Oh, own right, movie. right, right. Beauty when Shop. they had the salon. Yeah, Chicago. Oh, and and, and, and uh, Mr. QG, she was in your favorite, uh, The Last Holiday, with your rap father. <laughs> I think hey, you about that. Hey, when you got my rap father and my rap mom together in a film, you gotta love it, man. Hold up, these two never collaborated. Um, if you count Heal, the Boogie Down production song 
That's oh, a I mean, I mean, even though LL that was wasn't a... in the video, but he was on the song. Oh, no, nah, I need these two together only. It would be nice. It would be nice to have you know them together on a on a record. It's funny, even in um, even in uh, what's that? Twenty two Jump Street. She so, was in there as yep. the wife of Ice Cube. So that was kind of funny. Which is weird. I'm yeah. like, did y'all just go back at it in barbershop too? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, she's worked. She's worked with these guys, but. Like like Rev said, to be on records with KRS and hold your own, it's 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 incredible. It would have been nice to see her do records with LL and them, but she gets heavy respect from her peers anyway. Yep. Which counts for which counts a lot. And, and, and I know I mentioned MC Light. And shout out to Moni Love too. Oh she, man. Yeah, you, yeah. you know you know what else we we don't give her enough credit for when we think about where she's from, and she's from Jersey. I think she was one of the first from Jersey to, you know, come out on the national scene because there's no secret uh, naughty by nature there from Jersey. Red Man is from Jersey. But I think Queen Latifah was the first one. You can say of, that. Of prominence to come from Jersey. Especially the mainstream, especially the mainstream level. And we and, and, and we also didn't mention her being a member of the Native Tongues. Yep. Yeah. She was a big component of that when they when they created that group. She had to be there because she was in the buddy video. She speaking was the little, speaking she the French part in the remix. There you go. Then, then um was it all hell the queen? She had the song "Mama Gave Birth to the Soul Children" with De La Soul, if I'm not mistaken. And they that's why they looked at her as the mother because she is the mother when she came out in 1989. She laid mm-hmm. down the foundation. It's funny enough. One story, I remember she she actually addressed, um, it's the song, what was that? It's the song, what was it, Mama's Had It Up The Year? Yep. She addressed she addressed a member of the Ghetto Boys. She addressed, she addressed Willie D. Willie D made a record saying some things about women. Latifah ain't go for it. <laughs> she didn't say Willie D's name. But you, but, but you, but you can kind of understand who she's talking to. It's I'm not about even, 1991. I'm not even gonna lie. I really thought you and I, uh, you and I, T Y was also a, a continuation of attacking Willie D. You could say that because anybody that disrespected women, the Queen wasn't going for it. Whether Mm-mm. they call, you know, but and she said it on Unity herself with, with the word "bitch." There's exceptions to this rule, so she already acknowledged that. But mm-hmm. just for somebody calling a woman out of her name just to do it, no, nah, she wasn't going for it. She Willie. would knock you out. She said she she would. She said I punched him dead in his eyes. And who you calling a? That, that that was Cleo before Cleo. <laughs> nah, mama don't Word take up. no mess, man. You gotta respect that woman. Shout out to the queen. Much love. Shout out to the queen. Absolutely. Love you, queen. All day. Our second point today now this one is a bit controversial so uh jay-z's reasonable doubt album turns 25 this year uh i believe last last week was the anniversary and jay-z reportedly has stopped dame dash from selling uh 20 25th anniversary re-release copies of reasonable doubt uh let's start with you first rev your thoughts on this Man, can't we all just get along? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that Thank would be you. nice if, they, if we could all just get along. Man. Thank you. Oh, man. It's, 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 uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I know Dame is not the easiest person to do business with or deal with. You know, he has a huge personality. And him and Jay over the years, historic beef after the Rockefeller days. And, you know, uh, Dame hasn't seen the prominence that uh, Jay has. 
But Reasonable Doubt was super special. Shout out to Ski Beats, too. He was on the oh, boards yeah. with that. Camp Low, too. It was uh, kind of got like some little stories on Camp Low and Reasonable Doubt of them uh, arguing for beats between um, Uptown Saturday Night and Reasonable Doubt. But, ah, uh, man, I wish these guys could come to some kind of like deal or something where both of them could get compensated because I feel like all parts equally did their thing when it came to making this masterpiece. And it's just a shame that these guys are now got lawyers, they got lawyers involved suing each other. Ah, it's one big headache, man. It's 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 actually kind of sad when you think of it because, like you said, Rev, reasonable doubt is such an important piece of not just hip hop history but music history. And you had every all these people that were involved. It was recorded in D and D Studios, legendary place. And when you look at the producer credits, it's Sean Carter, it's Dame Dash, and it's Kareem Biggs Burke. This album was broken up into three ways. And when you look at the money that went behind it. Dame put some money up, you know what I mean? And it's like, it was released through priority. You know, Rockefeller being what it was, Rockefeller was just an office that Jay-Z rented out at the time. They had big dreams. They had they had goals, and they wanted to do their own thing from the beginning. So what it is, it's a, it's an NFT, really. That, that That's the thing. Dame wants to sell the album as a as an nft the judge you know he ruled it in the favor of jay-z and you guys remember when rockefeller had that breakup mm-hmm. jay-z got his hands on reasonable doubt and and and, 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 he, and he stopped dame from getting any piece of it dame was very pissed off because he's like it's not just a jay-z album yeah he's an artist but we all had something to do with it exactly so, especially mm-hmm. yeah no um yeah but um definitely you know dame wanted to he wanted to sell the copyright at an auction and the auction, you know, it was, it was allegedly to take place from June 23rd to the 25th. And the judge said the sale is improper. You can't do that. They had to cancel that. And it's just like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, even though Jay and Dame have are now at peace, they're no longer at odds, you know, Dame was just so, so pissed off at it, man. And he's like, I can't believe that. You know, he's like, when another black man calls another black man a thief just to make him look bad, that's what Dame said in response to what all that was going on. So the filing of this lawsuit, it's about selling the album at a low price. It's hard to say because this album is worth a lot of money, but it's like you try to undercut to sell it for peanuts, there's no way Jay's gonna go for that. Well, here's here's my opinion on it, and I'm looking at it from a strictly business standpoint, um, because the because as somebody who takes care of you know legal stuff, especially you know I, I take care of a lot of legal stuff for 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 us, um, I'm going with who owns the rights to the album. If, if Jay-Z owns the rights to the album, Game Dash has no authority to sell it. So I can I can understand why Jay-Z would block that because I own this. How are you gonna sell this and make and make a profit and I'm not getting anything from it? You know what I mean? Now, granted, and we see this a lot with with with, with in, in not just hip hop, but music overall. How many times has an album been re-released? And and the and the artist who made the project gets very little to nothing at all from the re-release. You see it all the time. So Absolutely. 
but again, this all goes this all goes back to who owns who owns the masters, who owns the the rights to the album. So if the record, well, the record label wouldn't because priority don't exist no more and Rockefeller isn't a thing anymore. But you know, the entity or the person that owns it should be able to be the one that sells it. So if Jay Z and I, and you said earlier, Jay Z has the rights to it. So if yeah. Jay Z has the rights to it, Dame has no jurisdiction to to sell that album whatsoever. Yeah, because, yeah, because the split was in two thousand and five. The album was cut three ways. And at the time, you know, shout out to Biggs. Biggs is out now. Biggs was locked up. So there wasn't much Biggs could do anyway. It was yeah. really between Jay and Dame. And when Jay got the rights to it, you know, he he owned it. You know, and, and, and you know, and like Rev said, you know how Dame is. Dame with his mouth and with his attitude. This thing has been going on and on and on and on. So that's why you heard Jay say, I heard motherfuckers say they may hold. You know, he was going after Dame on that song. And what did you just say, Candyman? The judge said it. The bottom line is Dame can't sell what he doesn't own. Yep. If you don't own it, you can't sell it. And then also, even if they had a partnership, let's say they, they own the album 50-50, Dame still can't sell it because it has to be in agreement with Jay if it's owned evenly, properly down the line. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The only way that it could be superseded is if one was a majority owner and the other was a minority owner, but... You know, unfortunately, in, inter- in intellectual property, it doesn't work that way. Let so. me let me ask you guys this question while we're at it now. Do you think Jay is messed up for not even giving Dame a piece, even though, let's say, Dame invested a lot of money in it? It's kind of like what, what, what happened between Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. <clears throat> Paul McCartney didn't have enough money to buy the Beatles catalog, and he, mm. he he talked to Michael Jackson about it. Michael went and bought the entire thing, and he did not share it with Paul. He said he he told Paul, "This is just business because the Beatles catalog is worth a lot of money." So, you, I mean, you think Mike was going to split that or, or or give it back to give give a piece back to Paul? Paul wanted to do business. He's like, you know, you could you could own some of it, but and Paul wrote a majority of the music. So what do you guys think? You think you think because Dame invested some money, which 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 of course he did. But do you feel Jay should have given him a piece of it after he purchased the whole thing? Yeah, I believe so. I believe they definitely should have did some kind of split or some kind of like agreement where everyone gets compensated, including Ski Beats. You know, I'm sure he I gets agree with you. Piece of the yeah. paper too. You know, just in just doing good business. But you know, Jay, you know, say what you want about him, he does multiple ventures, but um. He definitely has his run-ins when it comes to business with some of his old homies, including Beanie Siegel. And oh, yeah. as we see here with Reasonable Doubt, you know, it's the same thing with Dame. And I think it, I think it's more personal. It's, it's something that, that we may not know that happened behind closed doors, something that may be revealed like years later, because it, it seems like it's coming from a different place. It's coming from like a place of hate between the two. And it's just spilling over into the business aspect of it. And it's a shame, man. It is a shame. I'm going to be the bad guy here. I'm going to say, no, he, he, he shouldn't include Dame because they had the falling out. Everything went through the courts. If Dame wanted reasonable doubt so bad, he should have pursued it back in 2005 when the split happened. But even if he invested money in it, don't you think he should get something from it? Maybe not even, or maybe not even rights, but some kind of compensation, like Rev said. Nah, because here's my thing, right? And this and this, this and this is just me in the last because in the last two years I've been studying how royalties work and whatnot. So 
he's not a talent on the album. He was just an executive producer. He didn't even produce a beat on the album. His name is just on there. So really, what work did you do, Mr. I'm talking Dash? about the money. The money. Mm-hmm. Nah, Jay, but, because, because Jay came in with money, but I don't think Jay had enough money. And we know Dame is a hustler, so you know Dame put up put up the rest of it that they needed. Probably maybe for studio time and anything else to get but, the album but done. Yeah, but yeah, that was back in 96. We talking about owning the owning the actual work that was produced, not the work that went into producing the work, if you get what I mean. Yeah, like, but don't you, yeah, but don't you think because that album could not have been done without Dame. Agreed. Yep. But the way it works in, in the terms of law, again, if he if he wanted that if he wanted the rights to that album or a cut of that album, he should have pursued it back in two thousand five when the split happened. I why he didn't say part. why why he didn't if if I, he wanted it right if he wanted it bad enough where were you in 2005 when Jay-Z was going to court to get the to get the rights to it he could have he, he, he I was asking if if should if, if Jay should, should should give him something right and I'm answering the question I say no because if he really wanted something when the whole thing was going to court he would have put his name in and put a motion in to try to get some of the rights to it because he if he would have did Oh, he, he did. did. And, he did, and, and he did a whole bunch of stuff, and it didn't work. Yes, he did. Well, he got denied. That's between him and the court. But Jay Z don't owe him a thing. I get, I get that the album wouldn't have happened without him. But at the same time, it's it's Jay Z's to own. So if Jay Z feels like you know, fuck you, then it, it's fuck you. Like it's just, it, 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 that's just the way the cookie crumbled. He just didn't that, get the rights to it. That's that's cold. That's cold, man. Because if you invested money in something and somebody undercuts you and be like, nah, you can't get none of this because I did this, how would you feel? Wouldn't you be pissed off? I I mean, you 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 can't you can't win them all. Uh, no, I'm asking, would, would you personally feel away? Like, I let's feel say, away. I, like, I feel example, away. Yeah. Example. Let's say. Let's say. Let's say me. Let's say all of us. Let's say I plan to do an album, and I'm like, you know what? I ain't got. I ain't got. No, I, I don't have enough money to do this. You give me fifty thousand dollars. I got two fifty. I need three hundred grand to do it. You come in for fifty. I'll say okay. So I'm gonna put you in for executive producer rights. We have a falling out. Something happens. I get to it first, and I own it. I don't give you nothing back from the money you invested in. You'd feel away, won't you? I would. Yeah. That's so. So that's all I'm saying about that part. I get the fact that Jay owns the album. You know, if Dame had a chance to own the whole thing, Jay owns the whole thing. Fine. But this is about a personal thing, like Rev said. It's more than just business. I think it's more than I think it's more than business too. It's more than business. Jay said it in, in an interview. He's the godfather of Dame's child. You know, what I mean? so it goes deeper than rap. Well, and this goes back, uh, and this goes back to my point. Well, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe, maybe I don't know who was the cause of the falling out, but maybe I shouldn't have fell out if you wanted piece of the album so bad. It was, it was, it was a lot to go into, and maybe we'll do a future episode on that one day. We we could do a whole thing about the Rockefeller breakup because that was kind of crazy. And, and the Rockefeller had. Rev, you can speak hands on because 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 you know about that from from a lot of inside as well, as far as people that 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 were actually there, right? Yeah, yes, sir. It's crazy. Rockefeller had bad breakups. What? And it all started. And it all started with a meal. <laughs> yeah, it did. A million, wow. a million gone. You you heard you, that was you, cold. You heard Jay. You heard you heard Jay Z's verse on Pound Cake. They all had millions. All right. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on here to the to our our next topic here on the show this week. 
Uh, Lil Kim challenges Nicki Minaj to a versus. Uh, let's oh. let's spin it this way. If they didn't do a versus, who are you rooting for and who do you think wins? We start with you, Rev Barber. Ooh, man. Oh, and, and do you want to see the versus to begin with? Uh, I don't want to see it personally. I mean, I know all the young ladies out there would probably be interested. They are almost the same exact replica of themselves. They both have a questionable pen, which always, always grinds my gears if you got a questionable pen. Not saying that they're not talented, and I'm not saying their delivery is not attractive to the listener. It just ain't for me. Um, if they went head to head, I think um, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I feel like Nikki has more hits on the top 100 and all that. So people probably might give the edge to her, but Lil Kim had a lot of strong pens behind her, so it's hard to go against that and. She was around a lot of dope MCs in the 90s and held her own in some of the battles she was in. Always very clever and witty. Nikki didn't do too well in the Remy Ma battle. Personally, I'm more of a Lil' Kim fan than Nicki Minaj if I were to have to choose between these two. But it's something I'd probably just catch the highlights on afterwards. I, I feel like it's... I, and, I, and I agree with E. Um... I, I don't. I, Little Kim obviously had a questionable pen, and Nicki Minaj, yeah, she's talented, but her lyricism don't do it for me. But um, me personally, I will. I will want to see Kim win. But as far as hits, I mean, as far as the hits go, uh, she. I mean, Little Kim held her own, but I don't know. It's like Nicki at one point. Nicki was dominating, but let's be real, it was not really much competition until Remy Ma came back out of nowhere, and then you know. Like he said, that whole beef thing happened, the battle thing happened, and you know. But other than that, I think Nikki will win. And of course, you got all these Barb's fans that's just gonna automatically just say, "Oh, she won." And I'm like, "Look, she ain't the queen." I'm. So- oh, by the way, guys, she's not the queen of rap. Don't care how many hits she has. Yeah, she 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 spilled charts, but that's mostly during to the stream level. It's just streaming. That's it. Let Nikki be out with CD copies. It would not happen. She, Second she of all, she's she's going platinum a couple she, times. What are you talking about? Yeah, CDs. No, nah, not not until we went with downloading streamings. That's when it got really great for her. But to me, I still think. I mean, Nikki again is talented. But me, I don't think I would want to see that battle either. Maybe I don't know. And and, and to me, it's just like all this is going to do is just stir up the media of the you know the beef that's been going on between these two for a long time. Especially yeah. some people going to bring up, oh, is Nikki going to perform the jump off freestyle again? Because, you know, <laughs> they always said that how Nikki copied Little Kim's style. Technically, I agree. Yeah. So I, it's, 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 I don't know. I'm not sure if I want to see it, but I think Nikki will edge her, even though I'm more of a Kim fan. But yeah. now uh, Nikki does have right. some hits that's like a little pop. So right, that's right. going to be of an edge for her. Yeah, I'd, I'd um, like to see more of Kim and Foxy instead. I feel like that'd garner more she, buzz. Mm, now, that's you know going to be, yeah. be like Jeezy and Gucci, man. Yeah, but see, the problem with Foxy is Foxy kind of fell off after what? What was it? Broken Silence? Does she have 20? Foxy Brown. 
Because she'd she, have 20 songs that she could put up in there. I, I'm not checking for Foxy Brown after China Doll. I'm sorry. <laughs> Foxy Foxy can do it because you can include features as well in verses. Right, right. A lot of people see, include that. But, but see, that's the thing. She's going to have to include a lot of features. Of course. Yeah, just course. don't just don't include that firm reunion feature. That was awful. <laughs> Man. No, Ugh. don't you can use you can use affirmative action to display your mathematical skills. Oh, you see, can, that's my issue. Oh, use, uh, uh, Lord. <laughs> you can she use you, Scott you, you can you can use oh god, that's right. Fifty percent of this in a twenty. <laughs> Yo, I lost brain cells trying to catch up with that math problem uh, she had. I mean, I'm glad you guys brought up Foxy. My my standpoint on this. Knowing the history between Little Kim and Nicki Minaj, I'm not surprised of, of this whole thing. And and kudos to Little Kim for even stepping up and making it public that she would do a versus with 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 Nicki. But the narrative now is that she's ducking the smoke from Fox because Fox been called her out to do a versus. Yep. Foxy was like, Little Kim, you thirsty on taking on 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 Nicki when you know your real competition is me. Now, Foxy and Kim, that's like the Hatfields and McCoys. They've been going at it for a long, long time. And you see you see how the story goes. With Nikki, you could tell the influence, you know, came from Kim and people from that. You could go from the hair. You could go from the makeup. You could go from the sexual explicit content. Now, I'm a Kim fan. I respect Nicki Minaj, you know, for, you know, for what she's done. I respect Kim for, for her career. Kim got songs. Nicki got songs. And like Mac mentioned earlier, you know, Nikki has gone beyond hip hop. She's got those pop charts. She's got all that stuff. Her style, her production style and the, and the way that she does things, it's it's not for me. I respect her fans because like, like, like you guys said, she's got the barbs. She's got her followers and they're going to be on there if they ever were to do anything like this. And, you know, when Kim said what she said about Nicki in the beginning, you know, Nicki Minaj, she responded in a record and Kim responded in a record. But Nicki, where she's at at that time, you know, because Kim's sales slipped, we are in the digital era. Nicki came in there, did what she had to do. You know, she has this character with the Barbie and everything like that. And when, when we talk about features, Nicki's got features as well. Her monster verse is going to be in gotta be on one of them 20s oh she has on to one of them 20 hits because uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's one of her most uh, memorable type that, verses ever stands out and that's the, the one that stands that out it. you know you know kanye west said that that, that he was going to take that verse off because because he felt that she bodied it so bad he was actually going to take her off because he felt that nikki outdid everybody but that was the intention you know so as far as me seeing it i, I i'd like to see it for what it would do for the fans. Because like you guys mentioned about the Gucci and Jeezy thing, it educates the people out there like, hey, we could have these issues, we could have these problems, but we could come together as professionals and put this on for y'all and let y'all know that, hey, we've moved past it. Just enjoy the music. Respect, respect. I would love to see Kim and Foxy, uh, my bad brother, Kim and Foxy, I'd love to see personally as a fan of both and knowing the history between those two. But mm-hmm. I would understand why, you know, people would want to see Nikki and Kim. I'd, I'd like to see it for the for the for the effect that it would have on the people, especially the, the you know, the young girls out there to show the example. You got to lead by example. And this is I, I feel that's what this battle is mostly about. My, my issue with this before smooth goes, let me just take one more thing. I feel like Nikki Minaj fans are just going to 
just try to be the center of attention because they ain't going to show Kim Love or everything. All they're going to do is probably I, be... I agree. I, I, it's, it's just... They're it's, not. They're going to hate. They're going to hate like That's crazy. what they do. That's what they do. I mean, no disrespect. If you got some some um, respectful Nicki Minaj fans, I respect y'all. But the majority of y'all are just ruthless. Y'all just act like Kim is like, oh, she can't, she's irrelevant. But she yeah, paid away for people like Megan and the she Cardis did. She did. And, and the Nikki's and all that stuff. So technically for that style, y'all should think little Kim. And Kim can win depending on the arrangement of where she puts the songs. But see, here's my thing. The, you know what the thing is? Just like Monsterverse, you still got all about the Benjamins verse from Kim. And she can use her feature for the Mary record. Oh, I can. Oh, God, I can love you. Oh, Lord. She'll win that round. The with magic that. stick. <laughs> uh, magic. Oh, magic stick. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't. No. After what 50 did. That's she's, what's going on right now. They're still going at it, 50 and Lil' Kim. I mean, I mean. they still going at it. they still going at it since that whole 05 shit. But, uh. And by the way, fifty, did you did you really get denied of those dates that you asked for? I'm just saying. According to Kim, that's what she said. You, you got mean, denied for those dates. Allegedly, allegedly, that's what Kim said. The magic stick you wasn't know? working. Uh, 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Fifty wrote that whole record, though. Fifty made that whole song. <laughs> and she dissed him on the Naked Truth album too. Well, I mean, to add to that, you know, fifty fifty said Kim got mad that that he didn't want to shoot a video for it. He's like, mm-hmm. I already wrote the song for you. I already made you a hit. What what more do you want? That was 50's attitude. But that's 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 what's going on here. But shout out to Lil Kim. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. If the, it's on Nicki now, if she were to decide to do it. And that's another thing. That's on Nicki. If she wants to do it, fine. But I'm pretty sure it's not going to, you know, like diminish her legacy or anything. Because, you know, all. it's just not a verse. I mean, Jeezy and Gucci did it. I don't know how the hell they did it. But... After the crazy history, these guys go back, not just them, but the camps as well. And, you know, they lost people on their camps. You know, people are worried. And Rev, you could add to this. They're worried if it's Fox instead, something bad is going to happen because this is more than just a rat beef. There's there's been there's been situations involving both of them. So they're worried that maybe a fight may happen or or, or the whole versus might get mashed up because the Foxy and Kim thing might get too heated. Do you think that that might happen? Um. I I don't know if it would be an issue like how they had a Hot 97 with Capone and Nori and everyone else that got involved and stuff like that on um, Kim and Fox's behalf. Uh, they would have to do things, separate rooms. Mm-mm. Things nowadays, you think so? Kim and Fox may have to do separate rooms. I don't know, man. I mean, Jeezy and Gucci, those guys I thought would have to do separate rooms, but they actually managed to like do good with it. But as far as Kim and Fox, I feel like they need to have a conversation beforehand just to make mm-hmm. sure that this can happen. And then if they agree to, like QG said, be professionals, then yeah, yeah. it can definitely happen. It would be great, not only for the hip-hop culture, but for females in general, man. Just to show, like, you know, women can move past it too. Yeah. And exactly. I'll get to that a little more later as far as um the female yeah. shining and yeah. anything like yeah. that. But these ladies should put their egos aside and just, like, I agree. just do it for the people, man. Candyman, a lot to take in. What you got to say? I don't want to see the battle. I don't want to. I don't want to be reminded about Barbies. I don't want to bumble with the beat. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about starships. That's funny. I, I don't want to hear about Benjamin starships. Verse? That Benjamin's verse was fine. Hold on. Now let me finish. I don't want to hear about starships. 
I don't I don't want to hear about drugs. I don't want to hear about how many licks does it take to get to the center. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't I I I don't I don't want to hear nothing about about uh what people say. I don't want to put my lighters up. Like I just I I I don't want to do none of that. Yeah, I don't. I bet, yeah, but I bet your hypocritical behind would like the Quiet Storm remix. I I don't want to hear that uh, either. Uh, like, liar, I, liar, you're a liar, damn liar. liar. Damn listen, liar. listen, listen. Liar. I I don't want to see. I oh, don't want. Oh, I forgot about the Quiet. You should put that. Oh wait, 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 wait. I got a problem with that. It's not gonna be the edited version. Oh damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but go ahead, Candy man. What else, man? I, I, you, listen, you just listen. don't want to see this at all. You, you don't want to see the dance of the Quiet Storm? I, listen, I don't want to. First off, I don't want to see the dance because if I wanted to see the dance, I would have seen the dance twenty something years ago before <laughs> before her face looked like a puff pastry. All oh, right. No. So, oh my I, God. I don't. Oh no. <laughs> puff pastry. Jesus. Bro, you want to talk about the definition of looking like dog food? Oh you my wanna, God. You want to you want to talk about me with Harlem, man? Them Brooklyn goons is going to yeah. Yeah. That, that you better be careful. Mayno Mayno gonna knock at your door. He gonna knock you out. <laughs> He gonna say bye, hater. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm not little C's. He ain't knocking me out. He, Anywho, he gonna, he, he gonna do you. He gonna do you just like he did in uh in All Eyes on Me. You gonna make me shoot you? <laughs> I thought you, I thought you I thought you didn't like that movie. I don't like that movie, but I remember that performance. That's just what's gonna happen to you if you're not careful. Anywho, I, I don't want to see this battle because. The public's opinion, no matter how strong Kim's performance in the verses is, everybody's going to say Nicki won. We know it already. Everybody, like, Nicki can put 20 of her trashiest tracks, and everybody will still say, oh, Nicki won. Like, I I don't have time for that. Like, and then also with, with Kim, this feud has been brewing since 2010. All they did was trade barbs. They never really battled. Like, they would, like, they, they, she, they, they challenged to a battle. It got denied, you know. Nicki Minaj too busy uh, selling her clothes in JCPenney or Macy's or whatever department store it's in. Lil' Kim is too busy, you know, doing whatever she does. I don't know what she does anymore other than inflate her face with Botox. I just oh, don't. I, I, I just. I don't, I don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it. Like Focus on the music, man. Leave it alone, And in the music, like I said, the music is full of, the music going to be full of raunchiness. I I don't want to hear. I don't want to listen to music about. I don't want to listen to forty songs about sex. I really don't. I really do not. Like, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Tits and ass is cool. Yes, I'm a man. I love that. But at the same time, it's just like that. It's like Pusha T syndrome. Like, yo, this all y'all could talk about? Like, I can understand. And by the way, and by the way, I oh, I don't want to hear that as 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 verse either. No, 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 no. Yeah, you and if, and if they did the verses, that's what you're gonna hear. Of course, I, 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 I pray. Even though I love Jermaine Dupri as a producer, I don't want to hear not tonight about how she sucked dick at the corner of Flatbush and Avenue. You, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, like, no, like, no, no, no. Well, well, listen. Apparently, you heard it because you just quoted the lyric. <laughs> I did, I, I, bro. I've listened to hardcore plenty of times. All right, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a hip hop fan. Anyway. That's my favorite Kim album anyway. Hardcore, especially that's the feature a, with Jay Z. That was a good album. Like, like, man, and, like, and, and leave it to Jay Z to be on both Foxy and Kim's albums. But then, but look, but look, but look at the hits catalog. At least Nicki has a couple of songs, like the song um with David Guetta, where there's no sex talk at all. All Lil Kim stuff is gonna be sex talk, all of it. Not one single song, maybe 
maybe, just maybe, the the, the song she did for Big with Puffin' them. Um, no, she wasn't even on I'll Be Missing You. So I can't even no, say that. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. But 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 there's nothing that she can perform that doesn't involve some type of sexual act. And and if I and if Versus had judges and I was a judge in that Versus, I'd give it to Nikki off the rip because what I'm gonna sit here and and listen to and listen to and listen to stories about your wet crotch. And, wait a wait a wait a minute, Candy man. Wait wait hold up hold up, Candy man. What about the rappers that talk about riches all day? You gonna sit there and listen to them talk about riches, cars, and money all day? Like who? You know who I'm talking about. If you talk about the Colonel, the Colonel has made songs that I'm not, not talking about Master P. I ain't talking about him. There's plenty of rappers that, that that that's all they talk about: riches, sex, money, fame. Exactly. All yeah. right. That, to answer, that's all and to they answer, do. And to answer your question, have I not have I not been an opponent of Pusha T syndrome on Bro, this show? He's not the I'm only one. About, no, I'm no, I'm there's not saying Pusha T. You, there's plenty of people that you like that rap like that, and you wait, give them a pass. Oh, hold on. Is that not true? You uh, Trinidad James, you like him oh, for some reason. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, first off, first off, first off, first off, first off. My first point here. Uh, I'm just using. I just call it Pusha T syndrome. I'm not singling out Pusha T. But don't be second a hypocrite, all, though. I'm not being a hypocrite. And second of all, Trinidad James got one song, bro. Just one song. I bought the album. The EP only bro, got seven bro, songs on. Bro, it, bro, the narrative for Cash Money is what. Mm-hmm. Bling bling. Right. You want to hear that for twenty hits, bro? Jewelry, but they talk, cars and stuff. They talked about other stuff. They talked about women. They talked about people dying. Exactly. I, but all they talk about is bling bling, cash the main money. Thing that they got. Exactly. That's the main women stuff that they got. Light us up. Got nothing to do with sex. Exactly. Yeah, that's one. That's one song though. There's plenty you can find that ain't nothing to do with sex. Exactly. If you go through it, and if and, and, if we go through it and do the research, there's plenty of songs that we can find that doesn't just talk about sex. Bro, even the Junior Mafia stuff, bro. The hits from Junior Mafia. Come on, on uh, on Players Anthem, bro. She talking about her pussy, man. Like, if come Kim on. is smart, if, if Kim is smart, the Get Money song. That's one of the twenty I put up in there. I'll like, definitely put that in there. You crazy? Those are hits. <sighs> what I'm asking you is not to be a hypocrite. Not to be a hypocrite for rappers that talk about smoking weed all day. <coughs> Wiz Khalifa does not talk about. Yes, listen. he does. Yes, he, he does. does. Are you yes, kidding me? Does. No, he doesn't, does. bro. Yes, bro. Does. So the song that he, the song that he made that they had him perform at the Kobe Bryant yes, halftime. That's half- one song. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. One song. Kobe Bryant. One song, Alfred, <laughs> and that's only one song. That's Are you crazy? Are you crazy, man? Damn. And y'all don't even listen to Wiz Khalifa full he discography. He got thank more God, than. Thank, thank God I don't. I've heard Wiz Khalifa. All he does is talk about weed. We Wrong. talk about the narrative. Wrong. The narrative. The majority. Majority of his songs. I can, I can about put y'all on to some non-weed related Wiz yeah, Khalifa songs. Song. We can put you on to some non-sex, some some non-sex Kim records. Which you probably know, but you don't want to talk about it. Don't do that, man. What I'm asking you is not to be a hypocrite. That's all. I'm not being a hypocrite, but that's a battle I don't want to see. Ah, uh, that's cool. You don't want to I, see it. Though? I don't want to see. I don't want to see a battle. I don't want to see a sex tape. I don't want to see none of it. But do you understand the yeah. impact that it could do if they do that, though? Oh yeah, that's and what it all, would mean. And then all the chicken heads from the past and the present gonna be arguing. Oh man. Hey man, shout outs to Project. The versus versus is gonna be on fire though if they ever do it. They'll 
They they will bring in they, their numbers. That's for sure. I will gladly if I had a choice between Soldier Boy and uh, and Bow Wow and, and Kim and Nikki. I'm watching Soldier Boy and, and yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> Bow Wow yeah, every time. Yeah, because Soldier Boy brought Romeo on stage. Romeo should say thank you. Bro, they, they they had the Michael Jordan rap, the LeBron James and rap, the Kobe Bryant rap. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Time out. Time out. Yes, yes, yes. That please. Is a what moment? That Thank is you. A what moment? You nope. crazy? What? Nah, nah. You just the you just Michael Jordan and who? Listen, I I didn't I didn't first, say it. They all, said it. First of all, they, no, no. Well, you quoted them. First of all, exactly. you and they are out of their minds. First of all, I, I, I just want it, like Alfred said once, I want to know the weed y'all smoking because there is no Michael Jordan. There ain't no damn Michael Jordan or LeBron or Kobe in those three. Let me tell you something. Them guys ain't even good enough to be the, they ain't even good enough to be the water boy or the towel boy <laughs> as far as I'm concerned in the NBA. You out your mind. They not even good enough to be the referee. Uh, that's what they said. That's what they said, but they were wrong. I could understand if it was like maybe, no, you know, let me not. I'm sure our boardwalk buds, homies, and listeners would love to share the weed that they have to say in that shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> as far as I, as far as far as I'm concerned, Soldier Boy is Miles Plumley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Miles Plumley, and, uh, and 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 Bow Wow, you are Ian Mahini. That's who you are. Ian Mahini. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that man was. So wait a minute. So so what's Romeo? Chris Humphreys. <laughs> oh damn! At least, at least, at, at least, at least y'all ain't, at least y'all ain't called nobody DJ Banger. <laughs> well, it could be Chandler Parsons too. Matter of fact, Romeo. <laughs> well, hey, Chandler Parsons was good for a season or two. Uh huh. It's just like Romeo, a season or two. Hey, don't forget, <laughs> Romeo actually played Division One college basketball at USC. He was a trophy. So he's not better than so, J. Cole, man. Exactly. J. Hey, J. Cole scored three points through five games. Don't forget and, that. And, and Happy Gilmore is a great golfer. So what are you saying? <laughs> that was a great movie. Yeah. He got a green jacket, too. Yeah, and he got his ass kicked by Bob Barker. He still won the jacket, though. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> moving on to our... <laughs> Yo, y'all... Yeah, I love y'all, man. Uh, moving on to our next topic, uh, Lil Yachty had an interview with Genius.com, uh, where little tugboat, where he said, and I quote, "I listened to Biggie and Tupac for thirty seconds and had to turn it off." Who he also the went hell on. Does hold on, wait, it gets worse. He also said that he could not name ten songs from either artist. Your thoughts, Tio? All right, T.O. All right you, I, know what, uh, you know what? You know what? I, you know what the thing about Lil Yachty is. I think that boat is drowning because who the hell does he think he is? And this is what we was talking about, how these young clowns these days do not respect the previous generations and the previous generations of hip hop. So they think they could just say anything out the blue. I think either he's trolling or he just wants attention regardless. But um, who the, who can name um, 10 little Yachty songs? That's what I, I, damn, I, I damn sure I, can't. I, I can't. I can't. I can't name you one. I can't. Uh, I, I'm being generous. Who can even name three? Don't know a damn thing that that boy got, man. Shoot, yo, but I'm gonna get yo, shoot, yo, shoot. yo, Rev, yo, Rev, can you name three Lil Yachty songs? I definitely cannot name one song. And, 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 and Little Yachty you, is only what I mean. We Little Yachty, I know, have songs, but what is he known for? Just looking like he's, he has. He's known. He's known for that Netflix show he has. What Netflix show? 
What he's Netflix got, show? He's, hold on, I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. He's got a show on Netflix. The only thing, the only thing he ever did was put whoop de doo in his head and come out here and and just and just be a, a a YouTube sensation and done nothing. He's done nothing memorable. I'm surprised he could even listen to to music for ten seconds. Oh no, nah, he's done something memorable. Y'all remember when he went on Ebro and he tried to freestyle to the Oh, oh my! They did that on purpose, Rev. They did that on purpose. They did that. that was like, hilarious. I can I, understand. I can understand if you like, if this is not your type of music, if this is not, but don't force yourself. If you force yourself to listen to it, you're not going to get to it. You are disrespectful, little tugboat. You've done nothing. The name of his show is Public Figures, it's on HBO Max. The only public figures I know was the movie with Octavia Spencer in them. That's I, it. You know what? Well, well, I might as well cancel my subscription because it's. <laughs> Because Lil Tugboat <laughs> has no reason to speak on rappers that have done so much for this era. Thirty seconds, please. First Wait. of all, first of all, let's let's be honest. First of all, you Lola Yachty's been in the game for how many years? I mean, a cup I know, of coffee. A cup a, of coffee. That's since like 2015, 2014, 2014. There's people who came after them. They know more than and they know more of their songs than him. People from his class have done better. Exactly. I don't remember who was in his class. And, and and I'm not a fan of microwave mumble rap, but there's a lot of them out there that have done better. That's like saying Migos or Quavo and them because uh, say they could listen to Lil Yachty for only 30 seconds. And they've been hey, out hey, after hey, him. Hey, leave, 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 leave Offset alone, all right? On Star? Offset. Ric Flair <laughs> drip go woo on a bitch. That's Garbage. the only reason why you like it is because of Ric Flair. Anywho. But, uh... Here's here's what gets me mad though, right? You only see this type of thing in hip hop. For example, let's look at sports, right? And I know I make the sports rap analogy comparison all the time, but what NBA player do you know that would refuse to watch tape of Michael Jordan? Or 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 what football player would would refuse to 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 watch tape of Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? Correct. You got to study the tapes. So, and Tupac and Biggie, regardless of how you may personally feel about them, they're two of the all-time greats. So, for for somebody to sit there and be like, oh, and, and for those of you who are listening to this who haven't read the interview, Lil Yachty's rebuttal was, oh, just because they came before me and they legends, does that, does that mean I have to listen to them? Just because I'm a rapper, does that mean I have to listen to every rapper in existence? No, you don't have to listen to every rapper in existence, but you should be able to do your homework and and know who came before you. Little Yachty should no no. Let's see, Little Yachty thinks he, he should have kept his mouth shut. That's exactly. If he, he would have said got four albums oh, under his belt. Shut your first mouth. first of all, if he would have said like I that that he can't say that. Oh, I I should be listening to them. No, it's the way you said it and the context of your statement. You knew exactly where you was going, and, and you've then, been and he's been doing this a few times regarding about Biggie and Tupac. And then also, I'm pretty sure, even let's take it out of sports, I'm pretty sure Michael B. Jordan has sat down and watched his fair share of Denzel Washington film. So Absolutely. So mm-hmm. there's no there's no way on earth that that he that Lil Yachty could just be like, oh I don't care about listening to that. Like no. In every industry, in every field, you have the young guys who 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 study the legends. I'm I'm sorry. Whether it's music, film, entertainment, bat, uh, sports, like even even like you're even even in wrestling, I'm pretty sure 
every guy in the WWE has, has watched a Ric Flair match or a Hulk Hogan match at some point. Everybody I, I, except I, I, Santino. <sighs> no, he hasn't watched anything, but continue. <laughs> but 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 you get my point. Like I of just course, find it I just play. find it very very ignorant very that this guy, this this fucking goof, would, would come out here and then and, and goddamn just say, Oh, I'm not they're boring. I ch-. this reminds me of when Soldier Boy said he listened to Nas's Illmatic and turned it off after thir- after ninety seconds because he fell asleep. Matter of fact, I got a question what? for you guys. Didn't somebody from Georgia said that they haven't heard one Outkast song? That was, was Young yeah. Thug. Yeah. Young Thug. Oh, Young Thug. Hey, you from Georgia and you don't know one Outkast record? Are oh, you crazy, man? I man, went goose. Please. That reminds you, me. Please, Young Thug reminds, wouldn't even know Ghetto Mafia. That reminds me of, I'm not going to say his name on the air, but when we were in York College and homie from the Bronx said he, he, didn't, he don't know any KRS-One songs. I said, but you from there. Disrespectful, man. So disrespectful. These guys don't do that. Now, now I get it. Just to add on, these guys, you don't have to rap, but you gotta know. You 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 should know something. This is this just means you're a whore. You don't care about the culture. You don't care about the people that paved the way and laid the groundwork for you. You just want to make a quick buck. That's what little tugboat is trying to do. And you and you from Atlanta, Georgia. You're a disgrace to Georgia. Wow, they need to <laughs> run him out of there. And I, and again, I, it's sad because Michigan. I. What's who's up, from Rick? Michigan? Yeah, I think he's from Michigan. I mean, oh. he was uh, not. Um, he's built. He's built from Georgia, actually. Word. Yeah. Well, he's a disgrace that wherever he steps foot in. Wait, I just remember. Didn't for some reason I'm glad this was a promoter. Well, did he do a how high to a DC young fly? It says oh, he God. was born. It says he was born he, in he Mableton, did. Georgia. Yeah, Mableton, Georgia, and he went to Alabama State University to pursue a musical career. You were better off selling recycled cans and bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What what musical career? He you has all that music. And, and, and my question is, name a person in the world who said, "Oh, let's put on a little yachty." They'll say put on some Migos. They'll say put on some Pop Smoke or put on some Roddy Rich or hell, they'll they'll say even put on some um for some reason a little Uzi Vert. Who are we gonna say little Yachty? Like little Yachty you know, only had that one year. Well, you know, so and then the worst I mean, part is Go ahead. I'll make my no, no, point no, no, when you no, finish. No, 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 no. I was saying, and in fact, Lil Tongbo got busted for credit card fraud too in twenty fifteen of September. Oh, I forgot about that. That's and the, the only wor- thing that you good for. The, and the worst part is for a guy who doesn't who doesn't like to to study the legends, he sure had no problem making a sequel to one of the greatest hip hop comedy films of all time. Because mm-hmm. he was in How High too. With DC Young Fly. So at least DC respects people. So and respects think, pioneers. I, I, so I, I wonder if they even watched the original How High with Method Man and Red. I don't think he did. I know I'm pretty sure DC did, but he didn't. And he was nominated for a Grammy for the song Broccoli. Should have called that Mustard Greens. It smells so bad. <laughs> my my thing is this, like, and, 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 and again, and we've talked about this before. There is a there is age discrimination in hip hop. You don't see this in any other form of, of entertainment or, or, or media or sports. 
you see a guy in sports win win the world title at 46 years old and people stand up and applaud him or you see a guy win an NBA championship at 38 years old and people stand up and applaud you you see you see a, a actor have a career revival and and and, and win an Oscar uh, after taking a 10 year layoff at the age of 65 and and people stand up and applaud and rap even even in other forms of music we said it before you get these rock bands all these guys looking like they about to decay because they're 85 years old, but they go on tour and the place sell out. But only in only in rap can only in rap can can age be used to discriminate. Where the old heads don't get the, the credit that they do. And the funny part is little Yachty doesn't even have an impact in this generation of rap. The only thing he's done was just change his hair color. That's the most impressive thing he's ever done. <laughs> And fuck that freestyle up on Ebro. Oh God, on a Nas beat rev. Oh yeah. Lord, ugh, disgusting. That's, That's even well, more disgusting on a Nas beat. Ugh. Well, that brings us to our last topic. I'm so disgusted. I got to get off this topic. Uh, <gasps> Cardi Cardi B is quoted as saying, "Female rappers are the most disrespected." What y'all think, Rev? Uh oh, Rev. My bad. <laughs> Man. I, for once, actually agree with Cardi B. Every once in a blue moon, she'll say something actually kind of right. And this is that blue moon. She's right, yes. Continue, bro. And I want to elaborate on it a little later in my segment, but she is right. Female rappers definitely get overlooked. And what I do respect about them now, even though I don't like or respect their lyrics, is there is a slew of them now who are gaining traction in the following even though the music may not have no substance, but they still are being overlooked. But, T.O., you can go ahead. Uh, I will sort of agree. I actually will agree with you on that one. They are getting overlooked, but um, uh, it's it's right now, like, the, the, the females in the mainstream industry is just, like, the lyrics are not really, like, up to par, and the mainstream knows what will sell. And that's, part, that's partially going to be part of why she thinks or let's see why I think they're going to be disrespected. We, we 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 went from like, we already talked about the first thing was Queen Latifah and how she made an impact, lyricism, and try to bring an empowered movement into the hip-hop industry, especially from a female's point of view. But these recent ones recently, it's like, I wonder if that's why they're getting disrespected still and overlooked. Like, even Nicki Minaj is getting overlooked lately. And, you know, she at one point, well, still to this day, they always say like she the queen of rap. I disagree with that, but it depends on the selling point in the hip hop industry from females. That's probably where I'm going with this. But other than that, it she's they still getting overlooked. To add to all of that, I agree with Cardi B for what she said directly. Is that you know the females they take time to present themselves and look good for for their performance. She said that a lot of these guys, they just walk around and, 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 and they don't do anything exciting on stage. To compensate for the Cardi, Megan Thee Stallions, and for these women that aren't known for their lyrical capabilities, they put a lot into their show, whether it be mm. the choreography, whether it be the costumes. There's a lot, and it takes a lot of hard work to do that, to memorize your song and to know the dance routines and everything like that. So with all that, it's a shame that they get overlooked. So I agree. I agree with Cardi for what she said with that. Like, like these women, they work so hard to put these 
performances together and they and they just get swept under the rug. And like you all have said, we've come a long way from the days of the Queen Latifahs, the MC Lights, and even even as great as Rhapsody is with her lyrical capabilities, she doesn't get the credit she deserves either. Because mm-hmm. when you look at it with the females, it's you know, sex, 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 sex symbol. You gotta look a certain way, you gotta be presented a certain way, even though, you know, there is some skill there, but not up to the level where it started. You know, we want to hear something. And Cardi B, to her credit, she became a name before she got into the music. And that was from, like we said, through the social medias, through the, you know, through the reality shows. She already had a buzz and everything out there. So her Mm -hmm. fan base carried over there. We know her story. We know how hard she hustled to get to where she is. And she does hustle hard. And Megan Thee Stallion works hard, too. So to go along with what she says, she she's absolutely right. That's exactly what that's exactly what's going on. It's always been this is a man's world, male dominated. But when you can have the opportunity to to push yourself to that level to get the respect that you deserve, it all comes through hard work. So I just got to say to them, just keep pushing till you get that respect. Well, I'm going to agree with Cardi, but I'm going to again, I'm going to play the role of the bad guy here. Woman's rap did it to itself. Because Mm. when Lil Kim came around and, and, and Foxy Brown and and Trina and all these other and 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 records like My Neck and My Back by Kaya. Oh Kaya, oh Lord Kaya, <laughs> oh Thug misses herself. Oh man. Ugh. No, but like 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 even though women's rap is starting to move away from from sex again, like the image is already tarnished. It's like you knock the foundation out of the house. So like we're like what's left? Like you know like the women's rap did it to itself. Because before before '96, there was I mean they might have talked about sex here and there and tongue and cheek style, but I mean, it wasn't no attitude, did. Yeah, but but they wasn't no real. They didn't have no real success. But like the yo yos and the Queen Latifahs and the Moni Loves and and the Miss Melodies and the Heather Bees, they 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 carried themselves with a respect, you know. They That's weren't crazy. like they they weren't they, there was no bragging about sexual exploits. They, they were in music videos with, oh, with clothes on. Like, there was no how many licks does it take to, you know, like, there wasn't no provocative outfits being worn by these women in music videos. So you would see them at award shows and concerts dressed regular, not not with a not with a flower pasty over their tits. Like, like you know, like, and I feel like once the 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 women's rap got 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 hypersexualized. That the respect went out the window. There and, was no balance. And like no. once, and, and once you tarnish, and and I've said this again, it, it it could take a lifetime to build a decent image, and it could take about thirty seconds to lose it, lose that, lose that respect. Talk it. You know something? I'm glad you brought that up because at a time, especially in 1998, you see how much respect Lauren Hill gets. But she was because she didn't have to do none of those things. No. It's, and when she got her success and when she made it to that level, that's when the female rap started to be respected again. But then she, you know, she fell. And now the torch was burned out again. So now you're stuck. You know what I mean? So if some, if, if there was an opportunity for somebody to continue to carry that in that mainstream level, who knows what we would have been talking about. But I agree with you because there's been no balance. You could have this, but you don't have that to balance and juggle it out 
and then and then and then the Megan the Stallion records and then the City Girls and the Hot Girl Summer and all this stuff. That's not helping either. No, nope. it's not. But I mean, but I, that's all I, I give talk a, about. exactly, and that's what I was also saying earlier too. It's like it depends on like Al, Alfred said the image they bring. Yeah. Have y'all seen Megan the Stallion's Instagram? Of course. I mean, of course we have a. Well, of course I've seen it. But I love Megan the Stallion. I call. I actually call her Megan the Thoroughbred to be honest. But yeah, Megan. Yeah, she, she is a thoroughbred. I take her to the she's a big anime fan. That's a plus for me. That's still shocking to me. But the thing is, the thing is, like, if anyone was to come out of nowhere as far as female rappers and try to be like, I'm um, become lyrical and, you know, talk positive, the radio ain't going to freaking, like, as Alfred said, they ain't going to be checking for that. They're going to be like, all right, let's get back to WAP or let's get back to how many licks or whatever as a throwback Friday. And look, and look, at, and look at Cardi B's look, WAP. You talking about wet ass pussy? That's what WAP stands for. Exactly. And, and, and again, I told people this: if you got Cardi B and Megan on one record together, what what you think you're gonna hear? No, exactly. You you, you you're not gonna hear anything over the top, crazy, super lyrical, or storytelling. It's gonna be a sexual, sexual driven record. But I yeah. got a question for you guys before we get there. I'm gonna start with you, Rev. What? What would you say to people to be like, oh, well, you fans, y'all don't support the ones that are lyrical anyway, da, 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 da. So, you know, you, you know that criticism is going to come. Was it like, well, if people showed more support to the rappers who are more lyrical, then it would be different. What do you think about that? No, I, I agree. They're absolutely right. Because mm-hmm. it's the fans' fault, too. It's also the program director, but it's the yes. fans' fault, too, because... You know, we're not out here promoting these songs. We're not out here bumping these songs or sharing these songs with each other, you know? And it goes hand in hand with, like, all the ratchet stuff and all the sexual stuff that these lady MCs talk about, but we're not doing our part either, you know? I feel like men sometimes are just scared some to get behind some of these female rappers who actually don't. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And even at the time around the Little Kim era and everything, look at look who the people we also had. Like Missy Elliott, we know she was wild as hell, but at the Absolutely. same time, she she knew how to mix it up. Eve, shout out to Eve. Yeah. Eve was a bulldog. But, 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 but see, even Missy Elliott, I can't give her a pass because look at the song she made, "One Minute Man." What you think that's about? She gave us balance. She oh gave yeah, us she balance. did give us balance. Yeah, that's what separates her from it because she because she could give you "One Minute Man." But she could also display her creative and, and technique. You know, I mean, all of my grill, she's singing. But then you got, um, you know, past that Dutch is a party record. Music make you lose control. You know, she, she, she'll she give us those. Yeah, she was balanced. That's why it's like, all right, she, she, she knew what would sell. But at the same time, she's still going to be herself even outside of what is going to sell in the mainstream. And like I said, Eve. Eve was just like, you know, giving us some. So, you know, some inspiration songs, Love is Blind, what a great song. You had um, What Y'all Want. And you know, I'm glad y'all brought that up because in the 90s at the same time when Kim was, you know, was rising up, everything like that, the brat was doing her thing. The brat oh, yeah. was showing her lyrical capability. The, the, the saddest part is that what happened with Lady of Rage. As good as she is, you know what I mean? Like, if she if she was able to come out at that time and put her album out, what was that? Unnecessary roughness? Yep. That album came out way too late. If that would have came out at the time where it was going to be, you know, you, you you had the right people involved, who knows what would have happened? Because she was, she's lyrical. But mm-hmm. she but she was the weak link, though. 
don't quote Tupac because she wouldn't jump into the <laughs> East Coast, West Coast beef, man. Get get out of here with that. She was no weak link. Uh, and Pac said it is true. Nope, that's not true. Pac said a lot of things. That's Pac said a lot of things. That don't make it true or not. I, I, I'm don't, not. I, I'm not discrediting the goat. Don't do that, man. Don't don't just don't don't just go with with one thing because somebody says it. Just because Pac said it, that it's not. It it's true. not somebody that said it. Tupac said it. I, somebody. Somebody. It could be anybody. You, you, you know how many things Shook Knight has said that's false. But, but false. What, big yeah. big Shook, big big Shook wouldn't lie. He said Pac. You know, dog. What you mean, Big Shook wouldn't lie? Get out of here with that, man. Big Shook wouldn't lie. You don't know that, bro. He said Pac was still alive. Pac, Pac is not alive. Pac died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, 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 big Shook. If you, if you hear this, uh, his views just, don't reflect mine. And just, and just because Pac said that Lady Rage, why Lady Rage is the weak link because she wasn't this biggie. She don't need to this big for what? Still the weak link. She don't need to get involved enough. Please, you acting like you acting like Afro so, so. weak. So 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 someone would have said me Mia X is weak. What you gonna say? Mama Mia ain't weak. What you mean? If somebody said that, how would you feel? Would you would you would you just believe him off the bat, or would you just be biased because you like Mia X? No, listen, there's no bias, no bias. Yes, Come on. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You gonna go with everything Pac say because he's your favorite rapper? No. No, listen, Pac wouldn't say it if it wasn't warranted. Okay. That's not true at all. That's not true. But uh, moving on, our last segment of the day, uh, we're going to give the Rev the floor. Oh, before we get to that, Rev, now, as Mac does the intro for Al, can I please do your intro? Sure. You most definitely can. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to welcome you to Eric Sermon, (laughs) the pivotal, the preacher, the man. We'll stand for you today to give you the food that you need for today. So everybody pull out your Bibles. Chapter 1, verse H-I-P, H-O-P. And I present to you the Rev Barber MC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got my fan ready and everything. Let me holler at y'all, man. Let me holler at y'all. So this disrespect of the female MCs, and it's not just today, female MCs, but it's of all time. Queen Latifah finally getting her a due. And we spoke about that early in the program. But we got to raise awareness to this. Y'all have to give these female MCs their flowers. They are just as capable as the male MCs. To my rappers out there, have y'all ever been in a cypher and a female MC steps up and they, they kick it and it's special? It's hard to have that same effect as a male MC when a female steps in and bodies the cypher. And I feel like, like I said earlier, some of these men are afraid of these female MCs to get overshined. And it was mentioned before that Nicki Minaj was almost left off a monster because she bodied it. I'm not the biggest fan of her, but she did body it. And it's one of probably the best verses that came out between the 2010s and 2020. We have to do better as fans. We have to do better as listeners. We have to do better as men. Because it is the program directors. It is the executives that are holding these ladies back. And we touched on it. There's a lot of sexual content in these female MCs' rhymes. But they're not the only ones doing it. Girls like Sonya Blade. Girls like Rhapsody. They're not just talking about stuff like that. And it's being overlooked. 
the market has been oversaturated with a lot of sexual content, and we can't help that. But we could do our part and represent these ladies who are working hard, who are having double the work as any other MCs because they are female. Y'all got to show love to these ladies. When they release projects or merch, don't be scared. It's just, it's just an MC at the end of the day. And lyrics are lyrics. So y'all got to respect that. Shout out to Queen Latifah. Shout out to Yo-Yo. Shout out to MC Light. Rhapsody, who I feel is better than most male MCs. Let's just give these ladies they love, man. Don't be scared. And that's all. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, Ooh, I've got to fan myself on that. Reverend oh, has spoken. The Reverend has Ooh. spoken. And I need to go to this church. That, that, yo, man, the fans just came on. <laughs> and I, I need to go to the repast and get some fried flounder and some beans, <laughs> some beans and some salad. And uh, the guy who did the intro, I'm pretty sure he was dabbing himself with a rag and a wipe with a sweat from his forehead as he said that. Word, man. Shout out to Big E for the intro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another edition of the Rap Lab Podcast. Um, if, if y'all like what y'all hear, you know, uh, share the show, subscribe to the show, like the show. And uh, every now and then we're going to answer some emails. I promise y'all we get back to that consistently. Email us at raplabpod at gmail.com or even drop us a DM in the Instagram, raplabpod, all one word. And we will, uh, if, if your question is not bullshit, we, we might answer it on air. You never know. So shout outs to the people in the Czech Republic and Romania for fucking with us. So. Uh, and uh, all my people in Atlantic City and uh, Connecticut, wherever you are, Harlem, Brownsville, we got love for y'all too, regardless of what QG might say. But uh, regardless of what this fool might say, I got love for all of them. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Any this Queensbridge. Any this Staten Island. So I don't this Queensbridge. I didn't this Staten Island. I just I just said I'm not driving over the toll. I'm not paying the toll. Shout out to everybody in Shaolin. Shout out to everybody in Brownsville. This guy's a hater, and that's it. Wow. When we get to the emails and we get we see how much hate mail comes from Harlem, it's your fault, bro. Nope, I got a number love for Harlem. Big L and all the rest of them. Charlie Clips loaded uh, up. Ow, ow, you, you forget that email question about MC Shan. Yeah. What email question about MC Shan? What well, was your beef on MC Shan? We as forget. You, yeah. I don't have a beef with MC Shan. You know, you like to hear the story again and again. How see it all got started back. way back you see, when. You see, you see how he Come on, you man. Back? It's right. Because yep. he called him the MC Shan. He called KRS the MC Shan killer a whole bunch of times. On you da- you damn sure here. did. You damn sure did. I mean, I mean he, he schooled him in the battle. What do you want me to say? Uh, right. Just like how Yuck Mouth is the Percy Miller killer and all the rest of those guys. <laughs> Pastor Troy and all the rest of them. P don't battle anyway. So why am I even bringing it up? Master P don't battle. He had the worst verse on four three two one remix anyway, so that. And you know it. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we see y'all. <laughs> we see we see y'all next week. Peace and love. Peace.